0: It's the season for this conversation. It's the season of political party conventions, okay? Federal conservatives held their annual get-together, I don't want to say two, three weeks ago. Something like that. Uh, The NDP just wrapped up theirs on the weekend. They had theirs. Uh, The UCP's annual convention comes up early next month, first weekend in November. In every instance, the headlines that come out are always the same. They're around some of the resolutions passed by the party members. You probably heard the stories after the Conservative convention. Uh, There were resolutions on vaccine mandates and gender issues. Um, This weekend, the NDP passed an emergency resolution, says their party should withdraw their support for the Liberals. If they don't get their universal pharmacare care program uh, already, we've seen the stories about what's in the UCP convention program for the coming weekend. Um, and they too will be debating LGBTQ issues along with some of the public health measures around COVID, things like that. It's the polarized and divisive issues that make the headlines, the ones we all know so well, but then what, where do they go? Or more precisely, not then what, but so what? Do these ever go anywhere? Because Paulyev said very clearly before his convention that yeah, well, I mean, these things happen, but we're not beholden to them. We'll, we'll see what comes out of it. Um, Danielle Smith on her radio show this weekend was talking about the fact she's not, you know, beholden to any special interest group. She she makes her own decisions. So what 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 goes on at these conventions with these resolutions? We're going to speak with uh, someone who knows. We're going to chat with Sophie Norman now. Um, Sophie is a consultant with Suma Strategies. Sophie, thanks for uh, joining us. Always nice to chat. Appreciate it. Yeah. Hi, Shay. It's great to speak with you today. Okay, so these resolutions, they, they, they become talking points. We know that. They become mm-hmm. headlines. They bounce around in the news cycle. Where do they come from? It's party members that petition to get them put on the agenda. What's the inception of these resolutions?
1: Yeah, so it really depends by party, right? Everybody has a system to do it a little bit differently, but at the end of the day, you know, your convention is an opportunity to get your grassroots party members together. Um, so these are members, any member of the party, anybody who is paid for a party membership or or not paid. Some people have those free memberships too, um, and it's really an opportunity for all of those folks to get together and bring forward issues um, that they want to see their party discuss. Sometimes those issues end up getting worked into party platforms um, in election season. Sometimes they help guide the direction of the party on a certain policy or on a certain issue, but it's really an opportunity for membership to get together um, and really sort of showcase the party priorities um, and get a sense of sort of where the grassroots members are finding their issues and and what it is that's
0: important to them in the moment. Yeah, so the the proposal comes up, there's the debate, then there's the vote, and and then you have a pretty good idea of how the delegates, at feel about it yeah exactly exactly now the important piece here and like i said it doesn't necessarily mean anything right like pierre you have said as much daniel smith is sort of laying the groundwork for that i think and sort of saying hey listen we're not beholden to any of these outcomes we'll hear it it's interesting but it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to follow it right
1: it's a little bit of a delicate dance for sure because you know as a, as a party leader you want to make sure that your membership is yeah. happy with your your leadership and your direction it's a chance especially for a new leader if you look at, at mr. Poleyev or, or Ms. Smith who are relatively new leaders for their party it's a chance for them to also showcase the direction that they want to to go in um, you know and so balancing that you know personal direction from that party leader with the direction that the party grassroots members are are leading towards that's always a little bit of a delicate dance for them
0: it certainly is and i think you know uh Polyev has he's savvy enough to know that i'm just not going to talk about this he's really not <laughs> continued the conversation uh, whatsoever i don't know if danielle smith will be able to do that quite as much i mean is a provincial party different from a federal party because we talk so much about grassroots conservatism when it comes to the ucp mm-hmm. does she have as much ability to just sort of say okay that's interesting i'll take it under advisement and then never talk about it again
1: well, again, it really depends on the party, right? Everybody handles these conventions yeah. a little bit differently. And I think that, again, as a party leader, you want to make sure that you're balancing um, the direction that you want to take as the leader and where you think that the party should go with what it is that the party, is, the party members are saying. Because at the end of the day, those are the people that are electing you to your leadership. Um, those are the people who, who vote on whether or not you become leader or whether or not you stay on as leader. Um, so, again, it's, it's that delicate advance of making sure that the membership yeah. feels as though their concerns and their their issues of the day are being addressed by the party and being incorporated in a way that's also sustainable for that party leader to make sure that they can hang on to their leadership um, and not get voted out or, or not have any issues with their, their membership in that regard.
0: In the case of the NDP and the resolution that was passed and an emergency resolution that was passed right at the end of their convention where it says, hey, listen, if the Liberals don't come through with the Pharmacare Plan. That's it. We're going to pull our support. We're going to bring down their government and force an election. Uh, Singh has had a million opportunities to do that. Never has. There's no upside for Jagmeet Singh to do that. He's never going to be in more power. So when something runs completely contrary to the party actually being able to make strides, is it? it could, could it be a bargaining tool? Could it? Could it give Singh more leverage in, in in conversations he's having with the Liberals? Or what does he do with something like that? Do you think?
1: Deal the supply or confidence and supply agreement that they they have the the NDP and the Liberals I think is a smart one for for Mr Singh because exactly like you said this is the best crack at uh, power that he has had yeah. in the sense that he gets to help. Um, in a very meaningful way dictate government policy. Yeah, totally. Um And so it's a great opportunity for the NDP to really make some significant progress on issues that are very top of mind for them. Um, and, you know, you look at the the Pharmacare one, obviously that's one that's very important for NDP membership. It's one that's been a big part of their platforms um, for a number of years. So I think that this agreement is a, a really excellent chance for them to take some meaningful action and actually see, hopefully, some some positive results in that regard. Whether or not they end up pulling the plug on the deal remains to be seen but I do think that it's a very strong and very powerful bargaining tool that Mr. Singh has right now to try and get the government to really work in some of those key priorities that the NDP wants to see.
0: So how do you take these? I mean, what do you think uh, our listeners should make of all of this? Because they will be headlines and there already has been and there'll be other party conventions Mm -hmm. and we'll hear about, oh my goodness, can you believe what they were talking about? Um, And then oftentimes it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, how how seriously do you take these? What does it mean to you? Does it mean anything as you monitor, you know, the the path that a party char- charts with these conventions?
1: Um, I mean, to me, it really is exactly like you just said, an indication of the path that the party is charting. Yeah. Knowing in the federal um, in the federal legislature, at least in parliament, we know that there's going to be an election in the next couple of years by 2025 if it doesn't happen any sooner than that. So knowing that there's an election in the, in the relatively near future, to me, watching what happens and what comes out of these conventions, it gives me a sense of the direction that these parties are going to take when it comes to building their platforms, knowing that they're likely already starting to give some thought to that. Um, you know, it's a little bit different in some of the provinces, knowing that elections are not quite as near yeah. in the in the future for them. Um, but I think you know what people and what listeners can take out of these conventions is it it helps give a sense of the direction that the party is going to take on various different issues. And this is something that I I tell my my friends or you know my younger my younger siblings when they're getting ready to vote for the first time. I say, listen, you know, have a look at the the direction that these parties are taking and the way that you see that is through the convention and through their various policy positions on whatever issues. And have a look at that and that will give you a sense of their position and you can decide from there whether or not that aligns with your interests and your values as well. So the conventions and the policies that come out of that, like I said, are really a good indication of the direction that each party will chart when it comes to certain issues, but also thinking ahead to election season when that comes long. And it's a good way to get a sense of whether or not the party um, aligns with your personal values when it comes time to think about who you're going to vote for on election day, whenever that comes up.
0: Yeah. Some, some broad terms that you can use as a frame of reference. Sophie, as always, exactly. thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure, Shay. Thank you so much.